Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 153 of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we recap all of this week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Yo, bitch. <laughs> you couldn't even say it like him? I was expecting like... I, I wanted to say it perfectly science, calm. Science, like, like, bitch. I was like, do I go loud? Nah, let's go calm. Uh, it is September 25th. That is right. That's a Wednesday, so it's an, a night earlier than we generally record. We generally record on Thursday nights and turn the pod out that same Friday. Uh, we're very quick to edit around here, yeah, but we we're doing it. We didn't want to interrupt our Eagles game. That's right. The Eagles were playing on Thursday Night Football, so we decided to move the podcast a day earlier uh, to Wednesday the 25th. So anything that comes out, we put this on our Facebook page as well, but anything that comes out in the nerdy news on Thursday the 26th, we'll cover in next week's episode. But we just wanted to get that kind of out there ahead of time in case there's something crazy that dropped Thursday, which of course there will be. Inevitably, three things will come out. Yeah, I, and and we'll be. I feel like the last three days, just feel like okay, this cool story. Oh shit, that's pretty neat. Oh shit. Yeah, we have a go good week. show. Yeah, we have a good show. Even though we're a day early, we still have a lot of good stuff that happened in the week of nerdy news. Uh, but before all of that, uh, you can go to wepodcastwenowthings.com. It's a link in our description. It takes you to our website, which has all of our episodes from our entire WePod squad. It has links to our social media, our Instagram, both of our Facebooks at Greg Talks a lot and at. Sam Matura on Twitter, my bad, and then just our Facebook. Yes, yes. Uh, just but that's both of our Twitters. Uh, links to our store, links to our Patreon. You can send us an email. We podcast and we know things all one word at gmail.com. And a big thank you to our friends and brethren at the We Pod Squad. Sean, MRC Tech presents the last podcast and the Ion Ryan Show. New episodes every Tuesday, alternating Tuesdays, right here in our channel feed. Uh, thanks for all the feedback everybody gives us on those. They're a lot of fun. We're going to start with trivia tonight. It's three and a half for me, two for Sam. We're going to go to the movie section where our top three is housed. We're going to go TV after that. End in gaming when Sam takes over. Uh, I shouldn't say end because we do have a couple music stories after that. Our picks of the week and we will get on out of here. Let's just dive right into the show. It's late. We're recording later than normal uh, time of day as well. So we kind of want to get this shit going. Because yeah, we have work in the, we, in we the early a.m. We definitely want to get <laughs> yeah. this wrong. So it's three and a half for me, two for you, first to 11, a win by two. Now this could be easy as shit or hard as hell, but you tell me. The concept of the infected and The Last of Us was allegedly inspired by an episode of which documentary? Planet Earth. Correct. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Correct. Planet Earth. I threw that Dude, against the wall. Yo, I was like, shit. Well, I was. I needed some kind of questions. So. That's a that's a hell of a trivia question. Huh? I did not go Last of Us. I Damn. figured that was the the big news of, of the week. So why not the, go for trivia? I I I'll tell you, man. That uh. That's the first documentary about our planet that jumps into my head, so I just said it. Yeah, it was either uh, Hidden Kingdom, Never Is This How it. it All Ends? Never heard of it. Planet Earth? Yeah. Or Nature's Killers? Never heard of it. So there you yeah. go. I'd have yeah. said it anyway. So that was, there you go. Uh, my trivia question is what is on something that I thought was the biggest story of the week um, instead of the Last of Us 2 release date. It was a trailer we got for a really cool movie coming to Netflix okay. based off of a show on AMC. AMC wanted two actors to be looked at for Walter White before Brian Cranston got the role. Both of them declined. Can you name one of them? Hmm. I have no idea. Who the hell could have played Walter White? 
Now you have to put yourself back in 2006, seven, because the show I believe yeah. aired in eight, started in 08, and maybe 07. And- so you have to remember all who's popular back then, what they did back then. I'll give you a hint. It is a guy. <laughs> I would like to think. I would like to think. But now, yeah, if, yeah. if I ask for names, how does that work? So I'm going to give you the names. One of them will be one of the two guys, and then I have a plan for the other guy. Okay. Um, I, I so just, you I, won't know, but I, you'll you'll have to take a guess. I'm giving you two I, options I here for a full I don't point. I remember hearing Vince say who he thought turned yep. down AMC, the not Vince. Not a- Vince. AMC, AMC wanted. one of these two guys. Both declined, hilariously looking back on it now. And I also don't know if the show would have been the same with yeah. either I, of these I two guys. I have an idea, but I, I have to hear names. Okay, you ready? Was it A, Alec Baldwin, B, Matthew Broderick, C, John Lithgow, or D, James Gandolfini? Not any that I wanted. <laughs> no, I didn't like any of them. Who the hell? Who'd you have in your mind? Just to, for shits and giggles. Kevin Spacey. Okay. Let me hear him again. A, Alec Baldwin. B, Matthew Broderick. C, John Lithgow. D, James Gandolfini. Rest in peace. Let's go John Lithgow. Uh, incorrect. Matthew Broderick. Wow. For a bonus half a point. Wow. For a bonus half a point. If you can just name the other guy, I can't give you any more choices. Yeah. If you can just name the other guy, I'll give you it a half a point. He is a movie actor predominantly. Watch it be Kevin Spacey. It's not. I'll give you that. It's not Kevin it's Spacey. Not Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Who the hell could it be? His name begins with a J. So if they wanted Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. And his name begins with a J. For half a point. Jason Sudeikis. I don't know if he was relevant back then. Hey. But I'm going to go John Cusack. Mm-hmm. AMC yeah. wanted Matthew Broderick or John. Now, when you look back no. on the show that is Breaking Bad, it would have been different. It would have been so I might not much even different. Watched it. And I guarantee you that whole plan for Jesse, where they planned to kill him off in the ninth episode, or would have still happened. About, show would have still happened. Yeah, because that show came together because of the chemistry that, like that Jesse had. Choices. Like I don't. Well, I just made three of them up. No, so I know I hoped you didn't. Oh, no, you mean just no, the two? Honestly, at everything you said, I was like, I could see John Lithgow doing it. Uh, John Lithgow would be good. Yes, he's saying. around the right age. Now, he's you in his be 50s. Like, now I kind of want to see him do something. <laughs> he was really good as the Trinity Killer, but this was even pre-Trinity Killer. Yeah, true. So this he is was, he was still big though. Like, yeah, this is like known. Third Rock right after. No, that's not Third, third Rock. Was nineties, but still about ten years after he was Third still Rock popular. ended. Come on. <laughs> uh, four and a half for me, two for you. As we hit the movie section, we started off with a really big story concerning Matt Reeves the Batman, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Jonah Hill will be cast in the Batman either as maybe Penguin or Riddler and Jeffrey Wright to play Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, I mean, the first thing I said Jonah Hill, first thing that comes to mind is Penguin. Like, I know he kind of fluctuated in weight. He was big, then he lost weight, so I don't know where he's at right now. He could do it, like, in a snap. No, I think he could, I think he could play a really good Penguin. The Riddler, on the, I, I can't, I don't know if he could do that. Why not? I don't know. Just the Riddler. I, I, I was see when you told me this. I originally said Riddler before Penguin, so I think he would do a really good job. But now when Penguin got thrown out there, yes, that's the guy. That's just, the role. Yeah, I just feel like that would again if they do him as the Riddler. I feel like that could be the um, the miscasting on uh, uh, Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. I think as he originally came in as the want to be the Riddler, and they changed him to Lex Luthor. So it's like I I hope that doesn't happen again. Where you think he's the one character and he is a completely different character. 
Um, but I mean, I, I agree with Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. I think he can pull that off. I think he's a great actor. He's I, the first African American Commissioner Gordon. He would be. Yes, I I loved him in um, Casino Royale. I thought he was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bond movie, yeah. first one loved it. Um, but other than that, Jonah Hill, I think he's a good actor. I think he'd be good as Penguin. But Riddler, I I I'd have to disagree with. I'd be fine with either one. Totally fine with the Riddler. I. Because he does have that sadistic kind of laugh, I think he can pull that off. He's a little, sne- little sneaky, a little trickster. But of course, when you think Penguin, Penguin hasn't been in a movie in a long time uh, in any of the Batman films. Danny DeVito played it, gosh darn near flawlessly. And, and that was a, you know, that was Tim Burton's version of, right. you know, the Penguin. It's not the, you know, I guess maybe the comic accurate version of Cobblepot, but I, I still think Jonah could could bring something because hey, Christ, he has an Academy Award. The last Riddler I think we saw in any of these films was Jim Carrey, Offered. the official Riddler. But we haven't seen Penguin since that 89, 90. Well, so I mean, unless you count Gotham, which actually um, I'm talking on the big. No, no, I'm saying, but how he played the Riddler, yeah, I thought that was great. Do you if remember you, who that was? Um, I uh, Corey. Corey something. Yeah. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. It's Corey. But he, it's I thought better he was than great. I, knew. I thought he was great. You called me Corey for the first eight years of our lives. So, life, so maybe it. his name's Greg. No, no. <laughs> I it's hundred percent Corey something. Uh could we be getting kind of we we you know, for like a year we talked about uh Ben Affleck's role as Batman. Is he in? Yeah. Is he out? Is he leaving? Is he staying? And until finally it happened, but then by the time it happened, we were kind of like, okay. Because we talked about it for so long, it felt inevitable. Yeah. And it felt like when the news broke, it didn't really do justice for the news. So it was like, all right, he's out. Cool. Um, and now we're going to start that train again with his counterpart in Batman v Superman, Henry Cavill. Uh, rumors are swirling from terrible sources that he sure. may be out of the Superman role and that uh, James Gunn may be looking to recast him. I mean, well, I talked to a few people. Like people kind of said, I, f- I forget who it was, but they, they made some good points. It's like, how would Henry stand next to Batman? Right. Ha- Robert Pattinson's Batman and Henry Cavill Superman don't exist in the same world very easily. I, it just, I, I just, they, they wouldn't match. Like, I don't know how you would. You got to go younger. I, I think you have to, you know, obviously now with the uh, Shia, the huge news of Shia. Shia nah, Superman, I, I baby. He, uh, Super Shia. He, he was great on Hot Ones. <laughs> yeah, that, then he's got the golden he's, ticket. He's that must mean he's perfect for Superman. I mean, the reason I guess the reports are kind of swirling right now is J.J. Abrams declined to 500. Did I say I, – I meant to say J.J. Abrams. I said James Gunn. I meant to is that say what you said? Okay, because I, I don't think he said it. So he obviously he turned down a $500 million offer with Apple, but he took the $250 million with Warner Brothers, and now it's speculating that either he's probably going to helm – the next Man of Steel could movie. Be Man of Steel movie. It could be maybe he takes on the Green Lantern Corpse. And then if it's successful, then he takes on the Justice League or he does a Superman. Like, so it's speculation. But, I mean, Henry's pretty a busy guy now. And I can only imagine if... Um, the Witcher does well. Exactly. Get renewed so, for a second season. And who knows if it does really well. They might just say, here, here's two and three just to lock you down. Mm-hmm. And I think there goes your Superman plans because mm-hmm. it'll be pretty busy. Yeah. But either way, I... It just sucks that you're going to go to another Superman, Brendan Ralph, Henry Cavill, which I thought was great, and now who the hell knows? Ah, Shia LaBeouf. Aaron Paul could be another one. Again, I think if you're going to do Superman, though, try to go out and get like what they did with Brandon Ralph. Like, he was kind of unknown yeah. at the time. Don't bring someone that's Tom Welling. too huge. I mean, unless you do Tom Welling, <laughs> then, I'm, then I'm in. You have me. Uh, just a small hat tip to everybody. You may have noticed that our episodes – 
the numbers are gone now in the beginning because Apple and iTunes like to do this thing now where they feel like they can number our episodes for us, even though it's never once been correct. Yeah. Um, so instead of it saying 176.154, that doesn't make any yeah. sense. Yeah. You know, you know, we're not a decimal. So uh, I just decided to scrap it. We'll say the episode number in the beginning. Okay, we'll so just even, put though, a, we'll even just though their put numbers a are wrong. We'll okay. just put a okay. title, and then I'm going to work with Apple to try and get those things removed. Because some podcasts don't have that number, and I had I want to figure out how to get on that list, <laughs> get oh, into that club. Yeah, it's probably a very short list. I probably could just Google it, and it would probably tell me. But you know, I got shit to do. Yeah, hey, you're a busy man. It's just not going to happen so right fun, now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any other kind of things you want to mention about either the Jonah Hill or uh, Jeff no, Ray casting or Henry out of Superman before we move on? He's got big shoes to fill after Henry. That's all I got to say. Good luck, sir. As long as he doesn't have facial hair, I think we're all going to yeah, be set. I, they better plan accordingly. How hilarious would it be if in like the opening shot you see Superman shaving? Just like as a little Easter egg, dude, as a little dude, fuck and, you. And they've done it in the comic books where yeah. he's trying to get a haircut and there's broken scissors all over the place. Yeah. So that would be comical. It would just be really good yeah. if they had a little shaving scene just to throw a little shade to that yeah. friggin' lip service. That they had him in for the yeah, Justice yeah, League. Horrible team they hired. That was a horrible that was team. that CG team may not have found work outside of the Disney Channel. Like it's it's rough. Uh, but anyway, we have a trailer for El Camino. We got a minute long teaser or about a month ago. Yeah. We now got a two minute long full trailer coming out October 11th. So we're just a few weeks away from us, you know, giving our impressions and maybe a week or two after that, a full review uh, of it. But let's talk about that trailer before we dive into our top three for the evening, which is going to be top three Breaking Bad characters we want to see in El Camino. Sam, what did you think of this, I'll say it, awesome yeah. trailer? Of course it was great. I I, it's, I never fucking doubted it. it. As long as Vince had his hands is in it. Is it great I'm, because it was Breaking Bad or was it great because it was great? I want to really be able to distinguish I, I that. I think both. Like, like, I feel like they never lost it. Like I say, I watch Better Call, so I've watched every episode. Same. And I feel like they never... Like, they never lost a step. Mm -hmm. If anything, they're at the same pace. It's still a great show. They still have me in. And just kind of seeing how broken Jesse looked and just kind of brought, like, all the the memories back of watching it, being invested, rooting for Jesse. And, you know, it just kind of took me back to the moment when he drove away, that excitement he had. Let's not forget he's a fugitive. Oh, my God, yeah. Let's not forget that he's actually a bad guy. Yeah. But that's how good this show was, that it got us to love – Bad yeah, and, people and even, for five and, and seasons. And even though the bad guy was kept as a prisoner, chained up, shackled like a yeah. damn dog. So it's just like you, you, you yeah. feel for this character. He's been right. through so much. One guy had a terminal illness. Yeah. And the reason he was a bad guy was for his family. The yeah. other guy went through hell, fire, yeah, and brimstone. And he just made some bad decisions. So it's good. that's good yeah. writing. Oh, great writing. Uh, outside the fact that Game of Thrones Season 8 won a daytime Emmy um, for Season 8, which was, makes that, me just... Hey. I don't want to believe in the Emmys anymore after that. Their final bell. Like, Game of Thrones, to me, was an amazing show. But I I commend us for what we did on the show is we called it out for what it was. Yeah. Pokemon, Nintendo in general, literally, they could have a turd with a Mario hat on. And I'm like... Yeah, of course. Genius. 
perfect. Cool. Yeah, it was, I, it's a great Pokemon. And I don't want to <laughs> do that where I just love it because it's what I love. If that yeah. makes sense, like I want to be able to if, be. If I thought the trailer sucked, I'd tell you I thought it sucked. And yeah. if I wasn't still invested in this character, obviously, which I am, because when I watched it, I yeah. got chills. <laughs> we get Skinny Pete. We get Badger. Yeah. We get Jesse. We finally see Jesse shaves his head mid trailer. Yeah. Like he goes to Andrea's house. Like there's a lot of things yeah. from the show already that were layered in this trailer that we were like, holy shit, they're gonna return to all these places. And then you see somebody with a gun and they look at Jesse and we don't know who that is yet. Yeah. So like there's rumors are swirling. Could it be I, I won't say it here because I don't want to fully spoil the end of Breaking Bad if you haven't yet. But Breaking Bad to me is the single greatest television show in the history of television. Yeah. So for this movie, even though it's a Netflix only release at this time, they they're not gonna go major theatrical, this is my most anticipated movie of the year. So how on God's green earth can it live up? Am I gonna? Is it? How is it gonna live up to being the don't, greatest television don't, show don't ever? Put it on a pedestal. It's it, it, it's not. It's not on a pedestal. You look at this as an independent thing. I don't compare Breaking Bad and, and Better Call Saul. They're two different things. They just have some crossover characters, and they're made by the same person. But you got to respect the art. Definitely got to respect yeah. the art and the and the liberties. But Breaking Bad, this is literally picking up where the season five left off. So it is like an extra mini season. I, mean, I wish. So what the fuck? I just wish I had the time to to go back and watch. We are on uh, the finale of three again. Yeah, so you, like you'll make it. Like, um, I'm just like, we're not going super fast. We'll do chunks at a time, like four or five at a time. Yeah, it's like once fun. a week. You, you got to what November? October eleventh. Oh, it is. Shit. It is literally like two, two weeks. weeks away. Okay, then, well, I don't have a, sh- a that's, shot in That's hell. a season a week. I might do watch, like, the one video, and, like, I think it's, like, an hour of, like, yeah. everything you need to know. I thought, I, I, season five, no, season five wasn't cut short. Uh, I thought it was only, like, six episodes. I think it's a full 13. I'm not 100% on that, but, uh, and season four is the best season, so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're in for the best parts, so I'm ready to roll, baby. Yeah, I, dude, that's a, that's a that's a day one watch. I don't care what I'm doing. It. We're if I work that day, I come home. October 11th. What is that? Is that a Thursday or a Friday? Yeah, that's what I thought. It's a Friday, so it'll be. Uh, let's see. This episode 154, 155, 153, 154, 155. It'll be on episode 156. 156. It'll cool. be out for six days. So at that point, if you ain't seen it, turn your shit down because we're gonna spoil. Yeah. It. We don't spoil. Don't we always we talk about it and then we break we break that spoiler wall. It, it, it's a, it'll be six days. Yeah. You'll be fine. We'll, we'll um, this this trailer did a really good job of not showing us a lot of other characters. No. Like we said, we already named the characters we saw, so we took the liberty of saying, "Well, you know what? What characters are going to be in this movie, or that we would like to see in this movie that were not featured in the trailer? We did not pick anyone that was fully featured in the trailer. Maybe a hand, maybe yeah. a shadow." We don't know at this time, but we're going to go over our top three characters we want to see in El Camino. My number three, I went with Patrick Kuby, played by Bill Burr. Last scene. We have no idea where he is. Last scene, season five, episode 12, he was talking with Huvel, uh Saul's Huel, yep. his bodyguard. Yep. And that they were basically, he heard him say that Walt, I think, killed him. But he just heard it, and he could have been lying before. So they don't know what happened, so... Huel's a great character. He he is, and I'm, I'm, he could have been on my list because he's yeah. kind of funny. He has his he has his moments, but I was like, you know what? Soup Bill Bear's up to over there. He was growing out that mustache for a while, yeah, so maybe, maybe it was for this film. Laying on a pile of money. Oh, you know, like, one of the last times you, we see Bill Burr. So you never um, know where he, he's at. He had I liked that he, they put him in a prominent role in the train. Train, yeah, that was scene. that was his biggest role. That's my favorite scene in the yep. show. 
it, so, was, it was great. That's so tense. And he said that him and Vince is a great guy. And, and I think he yeah. hinted to one podcast a while a while ago that there might be something. I wouldn't be surprised to see a little Bill Burr. I went a little on the nose. I didn't even yeah. think about his character when doing this top three. I went with number three, Marie. Uh, I, I fucking hate her. I like, I, I like Marie. Betsy Brandt. I like Marie. I like Betsy Brandt. I like her character. I like that there's always purple in the scenes she is in every time there's the color purple. But if you think back to season three when Hank gets attacked by the Salamanca brothers yeah. um, and he's in the hospital, when she finds out that he's been shot and goes to the hospital, she's a fucking nut job. She kicks Gomi out of the yeah. room. Yeah. She yells at the doctor, yeah. all this shit. She's a nut job. Can you imagine now on the breaking point of how she is after he's dead? Like the broken woman that that is. by a thread. That's what I want to see. She might be dead. I want to see her on the warpath to get the killer, to find out who it is, to maybe does she find out about Walt and what he's doing and how nuts she goes. It started back when she was a shoplifter to get Skylar's present for her baby shower. And and you saw the unraveling there. And she's definitely a supportive wife. And that's awesome. But now that her husband is dead, how does she react? What does she do? And does she run yeah. across Jesse? Is that her with the gun? Or is she with a person with the gun? You just, you never know because you know she blames Jesse for a lot yeah, of she, things oh, that are happening. Of course happening. she does. And if she finds out he's out, maybe she just goes right into the loony bin. And my number two here, I want to, I kind of want to base off the beginning where they said that they found eight dead and they didn't say no name. So my number two, I went with Walter White. I truly believe that he's not dead, that he somehow got away or. Shit, maybe Bill Burr got him out of there. Who the hell knows? But I, I still think that you're not going to make a movie without seeing Brian Cranston. I think they're making a second one, and I would imagine that if he is anywhere, he'll be there. But I want Walt to stay dead. Okay. As, as, as weird as that sounds, because he is just the greatest and, character and, ever. And one thing that I'd I, like I, this to stay on Jesse. The second he shows up, the movie ain't about Jesse anymore. It's a, I, Walt, it's a Walt thing. It's just like I, no, but you you could be on this. You could no, you could be on to something with that second movie. Yeah, how good this does. And maybe it's the end Netflix. credit scene. Maybe it's you don't know. Maybe it's the very end. That's the that's the the teaser that gets us to the next movie, and then that next movie's Walt and Jesse again. And 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 when I picked this, I was just watching like favorite scenes of Breaking Bad on YouTube. Yeah, and the kind of his death scene. Yeah, and when he's kind of you know laying there in a pile of his blood. No, so when he's laying there next talking to the tank. talking to his family or whatever, he never once like. Says sorry. He just says like I I did this for my family, like to, for the money to survive all this. Like he never apologizes. Like he, he just strictly st- to his dying breath believed I did this for my family. And I don't know. I just here's, like they, here's they why stuck, I they here, stuck through it. Here's why I don't want to see Walter. It. I know they left it semi open ended, because you don't know if he makes it or not. Yeah. But on screen you see him bleeding out. Like there's a definitive last shot of Walter with the cop cars coming in and Breaking Bad to me isn't that type of show where magic happens where they can make their grand escape or you know last second they're saved by the whatever like in like Game of Thrones and, and things of that nature um, and plus if I see Walt at the end of the first film let's say it or yeah let's say we see Walt at the end of the first film well now I know that with only one movie left and no more seasons ever happen well, how do you know this, there's only one movie left that's all. That, I'm that, just saying. Then fine. I'm then fine. Saying. Even if there's more than one, we don't need all that because we got the perfect amount of Breaking Bad. This is a little. 
Taste yeah, of the no, teeth, I mean, dude. And hey, taste of the teeth to see what happens to Jesse. We might get a second movie, but even if we see Walt at the end and we get a second movie, even if we get a second movie, they have to unravel the entire thing of Walt and Jesse post Germans, skinheads, whatever, in an hour and a half to two hours. That's not enough time, and I don't want them to rush it. I don't need them to rush it. Psych, one of my favorite shows ever, ended perfectly. It comes back. They do a psych movie. It sucked. They're yeah. doing a second psych movie because the first one wasn't that great. But they had to put jam these storylines into an hour and a half psych movie that I didn't need anymore. I, I was fine with the end of the show. I just don't want this to ruin the legacy of what Walter is. I'm completely 100% satisfied with his character arc. And I never want to see him again. Jesse, I need to see. Okay, I can see that. Uh, my number two is actually Walter. Junior. Junior. And, and I, I, I like Walt Jr. See, I don't give a fuck. He about learns, him but he learns her. about it. He learns yeah. about it. I want to see his reaction to learning about it. Does he want to do what his father does? Does he want to continue the family business? Like that's what I want to know about Walt and or see, Walt you, Jr. So you mentioned him, and it's like, oh, that means I got to put up with Skyler, and I'm just done with her. R.J. Witty? No, because no, R. He, I think it's Mitty. R.J. Mitty. Walt Jr. is by this time eighteen. He can move the fuck out. You don't actually have to see Skyler anymore. He was 16 I, I, in, in season two or three. Yeah. If he's old enough to have moved out, maybe with that friend. Uh, I can't remember the, the friend that he always hangs out with in the show. I forget. Um, he's always going out with him. Um, and he, you actually even see the kid one time. But maybe they get an apartment together. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe uh, he learns about his dad's death and runs away because he thought it was his mom's fault. Who, who yeah. knows? But he's old enough to kind of fend for himself, even with his disability. Maybe he wants to run the family business. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he wants to join the DEA for Hank. Yeah, All these know. cool possibilities yeah, I'd like to see. As long as we don't see Betsy. I'm, I'm good with that, Jack. <laughs> and one, I just want to see Saul. Yeah. I, I, it's my number one as well. Saul Goodman is one of the best Even characters. though he has his own show, he's still just so good. He, It's just like I love the little snippets you get in Better Call Saul of the little bit of after and obviously the before. Just, what's he doing? What's he doing in that cinema bun? Yeah. What's going cinema on? Cinema bun? Ain't that, what is it called? <laughs> cinema bun? Cinema bun. The movie buns, baby. So, I mean, hey, as long as he shows up, I'm fine. This would be a really good way to bridge Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad because Better Call Saul is a prequel series. It kind of runs up through Breaking Bad. But just like that, we don't know what happens to Saul Goodman after Breaking Bad. So even though he has his own show, this is still a good way to reintroduce the character, maybe get a little bit more people to watch uh, Better Call Saul, but also at the same time accomplishing what we all want to know. Hey, where the hell is Saul Goodman? So I'm with you yeah. on that. He's my number one as well. Uh, we had a report from The Hollywood Reporter earlier about Jonah Hill. Also, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell are teaming up for a musical reimagination of the Christmas Carol, <laughs> which is only the seventeenth no, time that movie's been remade in our lifetime. There's the so Jim many. Carrey CG version is the biggest piece of shit yeah, it, I've ever seen in I my would, life. I mean, I wouldn't call it a piece of. It's shit. It's a piece but... of shit. It's the worst version of that movie. And look at great. And usually I'm the one talking bad on Jim Carrey. <laughs> I love A Christmas Carol. The Muppets Christmas Carol is fucking genius. Yeah, I've seen that in Mickey's years. Christmas Carol is fucking unbelievable. But then you have this bullshit CG slow as molasses Jim Carrey version where he does a terrible British accent. I'm out. Yeah. Give me a hilariously funny reimagining yeah. with Will Ferrell, Pikachu. 
You know, Reynolds is in everything and right Mama now. And Meatloaf, man. He's It'd be in, perfect. He is in every damn movie. I'm looking forward to this. Did you see... Did you watch... Did you watch uh, Battle of Big Rock yet? Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's what I forgot. I was upstairs like, what did I forget to watch? I forgot. It's eight minutes. I know, Sam. I forgot. I Ryan forgot. Simmons on I and Ryan's show was, uh, and did it on Instagram as well. Last week I said there was a major problem with the ending of it. Something that happened at the end. And he must have watched it like... A few different times, and he put it in. Uh, he DM'd us on face on Instagram. He's like, "I still don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> so uh, uh, the mystery well, is still out there. And Ryan, here's the answer. Oh no! Hopefully, next podcast, I, I should have it watched. I Here, promise. Guys. Here's the answer. Jurassic World Three is bringing back Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum Goldblum to replace their respective roles from the films. I guess, and obviously, no, that's not the real. I was like, what? I guess that they hinted that they were. They're there. Welcome back. No, no, that's oh. actually it's not the real answer. Oh, uh, what what I'm referring to has nothing to do with this story. Oh. Completely, <laughs> completely <laughs> separate. And the mystery's back on. Well, I mean, after the shit show that was fucking Fallen Kingdom, what a, like, what a shit. I think you're movie. like, okay, let's go back to the well. What actually worked, and because we just went off the right, even though it made a shit ton of money, it's shouldn't have. Listen, people, <laughs> it sucked. you want to talk about returning to <sighs> what made you successful. They are going back to the original movie and bringing back the three main adult characters from the original film for the sixth film. So, like, yeah. what the fuck? No, that, 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 is that a, that's a major course correction. Now, they could have very small roles, they could have very small cameos, but I'd like to think they're not. Well, Maybe Goldblum has a smaller role, but the other two, they're Well, in. I was going to say, I think they should have better have learned or Lesson from Fallen Kingdom when they hyped Jeff Goldblum in the movie and he was in it for a solid two minutes and people and, pe- and people were pissed. And I was got one of them. Dinosaurs falling off cliffs and it was it was it, it sucked. Yeah, and I'm crying because a dinosaur's falling off cliffs. Meanwhile, Jeff Goldblum's got two minutes of screen time. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, so I mean, hey, I, I think it's the right move to do if you want to continue this Jurassic World shit. Definitely bring back the original three. When we look at the box office for this past week, a couple new movies top the list in the top ten. But top ten, wow, hanging on at number ten, falling all the way from number six, but staying strong at $1.4 million is Fast and the Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Number 11 is Dora and the Lost City of Gold, mind you. I just want to point out that they're only $2 million apart now. One of these days, Dora will pass it, and I'll only owe you $0.50. Cents. No, Numbers, you number nine, number nine falling from number 7 is Overcomer at $1.5 million. Number 8, falling all the way from number 3 Damn. at $2.4 million is Angel Has Fallen. Number 7, falling from number 4 at $2.5 million is Good Boys. Number 6, falling from number 5 at $2.6 million is The Lion King. Number 5, falling all the way from number 2, a 50% drop at $16.8 million is Hustlers. Still sounds like that movie's made its money, though. Uh, number 4, falling all the way from number 1, a 57% drop at $17 million is It Chapter 2. And we have three movies, all new to the list, to round out the top three. Number 3 at only $18.8 million domestic, Rambo Last Blood. Bombing at number 2 at $19 million domestic <laughs> is Ad Astra from Fox. That movie was supposed Damn. to do much better. Uh, and then number 1, $31 million, Downton Abbey. Damn, they, they have a dude. They have their cult they following. They have a total cult following. I'm kind of shocked. I I thought Rambo at least had two there. Uh, nobody yeah. gives a fuck about Rambo anymore, my friend. What did you think as we move into the television section of this week's episode of Titans titled Ghosts? Again, I thought it was another good episode. It plots out more. I guess more. You hear some backstory of Starfire. Figure out what's going on with her because she has an unexpected visitor. You get a lot of training, which her I like. Period. To see. 
No, the guy from fucking her <laughs> planet. Kidding. Jesus. He but, said an unexpected visitor. I don't know. Oh, one of the keywords. Aunt Flo you know. came and visited Starfire mid-episode? Who knows? Maybe. Uh, well, you, know, you just said no. But, um... What was it? You, you just fucking totally ruined my train Yeah, I, I very much figured because now you're picturing Training. her menstruating. No, now I'm picturing. In your visual mind, and now it's bothering you. The episode was kind of more training of kind of mm-hmm. getting behind Robin, mm-hmm. a.k.a. hopefully soon to be Red Hood. He's kind of getting training with Raven, and, you know, he gets a little butter because Robin basically tells him, no, you can't come with this. They have another little, I wouldn't say like a boss a battle. Scrap. Like a little mini boss battle, a little tease at the end, and then, of course... The big bad comes at the end of this episode. So they, it sounds like someone, some Titan may or may not have got abducted. It sounds almost like a uh, Walking Dead formula where like 38 minutes is kind of just progressing the story little bit by little bit. And then the last four minutes is the big thing. Well, no, there, there was, like I said, there was a mini boss battle. There was some fight scenes, obviously the training montage, but they're trying to show the backstory of also you have Deathstroke's daughter there. They're trying to figure out what she's doing and. Um, next episode, I believe we're getting another Titan who we've never seen yet. Titans may not have exactly perfected its new formula yet, but the series is showing renewed promise as it establishes a new future for the team. Ghost capitalizes on the unseen history of the Titans in this universe, both in terms of character relationships and the threat posed by a soft-spoken but clearly very dangerous Slade Wilson. Still, the series needs to do a better job of balancing its increasingly large cast. Eight zero seven four. Good, which is pretty much kind of where you have. Yeah, like I said, nothing's crazy yet, but I think it's about to. I feel like I'm justified in canceling my DC Universe subscription. Well, I mean, hey, I feel like if, I would if, not if, be if, into if, this if, if as you, much. If you didn't finish Swamp Thing, I mean, just cancel. I, I just feel like <laughs> like it's just plain and simple. If, you, if that thing get you throw it, cancel it. You know me, and you know my tastes. I feel like I wouldn't really dig this season of Titans. I I think you would actually probably like it. Just compared to where you were from the finale to what you did like so far. But it, it, like I said, you didn't finish Swamp Thing, so cancel that shit. Oh my god, it is late for all of us. Disenchantment Season 2 is out uh, when? Oh, August 17th, the 2008 part, the with Part 2. Part 1 part two is coming out soon. This is They call it Season 2, but we all know it's Part 2 of Season 1. I think it's another 10 episodes. Uh, the first part or first season kind of sucked. Yeah, I only had a few laughs. I, I did watch it all though. Few, very few laughs. I stopped on seven. I couldn't go any further. Futurama is better. I didn't. I just didn't like it. It looks like The Simpsons, but tries to be Futurama, but both of them poorly, and, and I just didn't care for it. But Disenchantment season two delivers a more impactful story than its first outing, with great character development and dynamic new locations to explore. While the episodes and jokes, for that matter, run a bit too long at times. Matt Groening's medieval fantasy world is still worth a gander. 7-0. Correct. That's about right. Yeah, I mean... I mean, that's, that's, that sounds about right. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't be much worse. Like, I'm at a Ooh. solid three for I was, season I, one. And I'm probably at a six. Damn, you are yeah. very, very, very giving. I try to be generous. That's I'm not, a generous that's not, lover. That's not your job. Your job's <laughs> not to be generous. Your job's to be hey. critical. Uh, Call it like it is. Uh, the CW announced that Erica, is it Durancey or Durance? Erica, Erica Durance. Erica Durance will join Tom Welling in reprising her role from Smallville for this CW crossover event. If you don't know, that's, uh, you know, Lois Lane. Yep. So, I mean, hey, makes sense. If you got Clark Kent, he, Clark Kent needs Lois Lane. So, that, that's really cool. They got her. 
to come back. So we got our own little Smallville mini reunion. And now all we need is Michael Rosenbaum. However, he took to Twitter and basically said, they ain't going to pay me. I ain't going to play me. Yeah, it's, uh, I want to see if I can like pull that up real fast because he basically says it like, he's like, guys, I'm just going to be straight up honest with you here. And you know what it was? It was a, a combination of things as Sam pulls up the tweet from Michael Rosenbaum's kind of saying why to not expect him. It could still be a swerve. Yeah. It could still be it, a it swerve. It could be, but this is, this is what Michael wrote. Friends, many of you tweeted and asked me about joining the Infinite Crossover. I can't tell you how much this means to me. I'll just be straight up about this. WB called my agents Friday afternoon when I was in Florida visiting my grandma, grandfather in a nursing home. Their offer, no script, no idea what I'm doing, no idea when I'm shooting, basically no money, and the real kick in the ass, we have to know now. My simple answer was pass. I think you can understand why. I hope this answers all your questions. Lovingly, Rosenbaum. I mean, Is I- that enough, though? I mean... If it's just a small cameo, why? What does money matter? Does the is that guy that hard off on money? For gosh sakes, I mean, it sounds like you got Welling, you got Durant, you got the crew coming back from Smallville. It could have been a great chance, even for not that much money. Maybe a maybe a nice uh, way. Maybe that'll boost some Smallville DVD sales. We'll get the I mean, royalty checks. I mean, it, it could be, or like you said, it could be a swerve to get people kind of like like they just started off the scent. They just started pre-production yeah. of the crossover. So there's still time because I, I, they want to know probably where to write it or where to end the show or what can they do. And I think all they needed to do, I think, is to literally have him have a couple lines, have a couple of scenes. I mean, to give an accurate, we don't have nothing for it. We don't know nothing. Right. Are you in? Can you do it? We need like, – This also seems like really, really pulled back. Like the curtain seems to be really drawn back on this one. It seems too on the nose. Like why would he be that specific? I was visiting my grandfather in a nursing home, and like I listen to his podcast, so I know I legit know it. It was very direct. (laughs) It was very, you know, he called out the CW in that they didn't offer me this and this and this. It sounds to me like it it could be a swerve, and we still could get it. And that is probably just me being a hopeful romantic. I I, dude, I hope uh, because I still say to this day he is the best live action version of Lex Luthor. And even if it's just a couple of lines, that's enough to get the gourds rocking. I mean, hey. Throw him a bone, give him some lines, because you know that's what the fans we want. We want to see Lex Luthor. I mean, he came back for Smallville. Give him a decent part. We can he can just maybe have a minute of the time, and let's let him let's give us what we want. The Canary, speaking of the CW, has been announced as a new show, a spinoff of Arrow in that universe, and we'll have an episode dedicated to them in this season finale of Arrow to serve as an indirect pilot for the show. Yeah, which which you see like I think you see that often now. Like I think. Stranger Things tried to do it in season two, it didn't work yeah, out. They tried to do it, it didn't uh, work Titans out. Titans did it a bunch of times. Titans did it twice in season one alone with Hawk and Dove with a potential show and be there. Uh, the Doom Patrol. And I would even say more um supernatural. They tried to do um a spin off of like the female versions uh like a two like two females instead mm-hmm. of you know, two males supernatural. And I think it they tried it, they shot the pilot, but again they just said no. So again, we'll see what happens. But again, the ladies are trying something to, to, to form because they did have good chemistry mm-hmm. on the last season of, of Arrow. These are all the women from the actual yeah, it's, Arrow. It's, it's, it's all the, like the Canaries. It's uh, Joanna Hawkery, I think her name is, Kate McNamara, and uh, Katie Cassidy. Okay. So they would be the three stars. Gotcha. And what uh, – I mean – Are they a, a previously established thing in the comics that you know, you know of? Oh, Black Canary. Oh, okay. Black Canary's the shit. That's in, in the comics like Green Arrow hooks up with Black Canary. Okay. So I, I Can mean – Can you tell I, us anything more about 
the canaries or what well, they, who black canary is i don't know anything well because like they they're having like the way they do arrow like when kate mcnamara's character is kind of in the future of years like that's like they would do like kind of like little parts of like the future mm-hmm. and that's kind of her growing up so we don't know in that time green arrow i believe is dead or could be dead and a lot of people are dead or turned bad or it's it's kind of complicated but if, if you watch arrow i think you'd probably be into the show okay and it's going to take place i'd assume after the arrow if is, arrow is ends. over yeah yeah. Um, like that will be the timeline. It'll yeah, because be. this is Arrow's last last Season. run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a picture of that in our Instagram stories. We don't have it up there on the actual feed, but we have one up on the Instagram stories. There was a cool poster Stephen Amell put out there for the final season of Arrow. Uh, switching over to Hulu and actually staying in the. I think this is still DC, or is it? No, no, this is Marvel. This is Marvel. Uh, go, right, duh, Hulu. Uh, Ghost Rider, the live action show that we're all highly anticipating, we can anticipate no more, as the show is no longer happening on Hulu, citing creative differences. I mean, I'm kind of like, cool, so now I don't have to get Hulu, because I never had Hulu. <laughs> so, no, the Runaways. So, the, which I still, I still have to watch. But there's, there's, and Letterkenny. And there, there's a couple things here that I think could be, uh, could be a blessing in disguise. One, obviously... Could go to Disney Plus. It should be no shocker. Yeah, no. Because remember, they said no R-rated content. And you would think Ghost Rider is a mature show, right? Yeah, it could be. Hey, they did a PG-13 with, with Nick Cage. I would say, like, if you think about the shit that's going to come there, all those Marvel shows, like, even... Well, Moon Knight, to me, is a rated R, even though they said no rated R, but it's on Disney Plus. So right there, it's like, okay, well, I don't... If it can be what Moon Knight we hope to be, I hope this isn't, like, a scaled-down I... Moon Knight. And if we get a scaled-down Ghost Rider, that's almost like getting a scaled-down fucking Punisher. Like, it doesn't make sense so, to me. So two could be a movie. Yeah. Maybe they try another reboot, try to see if they can make it work. Put and pop right back in the MCU. Number three is a mix of both. Of Instead of doing the guy with the car, I forget his name. I know Gabriel Luna is the actor, but I forget that Ghost Rider's name. But bring back Johnny Blaze. Bring back the original the Ghost original, Rider. The I Nick think, Cage Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's what that Johnny Blaze, that's the Ghost Rider I think everyone Shit, knows. Bring back Nick Cage. I, mean, I love Cage. I'm, I'm always down. I'm just kidding. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Jared Padalecki will star in a reboot of Walker, Texas Ranger. The show will be just called Supernatural. Okay. I'm just kidding. No. Walker. So two things. One, I used to watch Walker, Texas Ranger with my dad back in the day. And so. you love Supernatural. This seems to be a fit so, for so you. I was like, oh shit. Also, I thought this was kind of fun. I saw this on Twitter. But on an older episode of Supernatural, you know, they kind of play like sometimes they're detectives. They dress up. They're this or that. In one episode, Jared Padalecki actually dresses up as Walker, Texas Ranger. Like, that's, legit, that's they're like, look full at super, circle. They're like, look at Supernatural predicting the future. I was like, holy shit, that's, that's crazy. Some, that's some full circle shit. Yeah, it real, I just like, damn, Jared, I think you can do it. I'll take over here at the gaming space. Contra, Rogue Corps, we have the review. Another opportunity to revive one of gaming's most iconic franchises goes down as more of a disappointing whimper. If Konami had, hadn't slapped the Contra name on Rogue no one would have guessed what it was supposed to be a part of the series. But since it's there, it will serve as only a disappointment to long-term fans. It lacks the franchise's identifiable gameplay, fumbles the tone and atmosphere, and simply isn't a good enough twin-stick shooter to stand on its own. If you're looking for something more like the classic Contra games of old, you should check out the Anniversary Collection or Indie Gem Blazing Chrome instead. 5-0. You're you're overshooting it. I was like, okay, how bad is it? It is bad. Four four point oh. That might be the lowest rating we ever had. Nah. Low. What was no, lower than a four? Three, two, and one no. are all lower. <laughs> no than shit, asshole. I meant 
What what game? There was there was one hundred percent like a three on there somewhere. I think it was like WWE two K eighteen for the Switch because it it didn't run, it didn't play, so it got like a two five or something. I love that it still got a rating though, like just not a zero. Didn't work, but we'll give it one or two. I would love to see what games out there rated a one. There are plenty. IGN is not afraid to give a bad review unless they don't Trivia get paid for it. question comes to mind. That's right. Untitled Goose Game, we have the review. Untitled Goose Game is like, <laughs> it's for PC and it's for PC and the Switch. And it's like this indie darling that was t- announced like two years ago. And everyone's been looking forward to it. And we it's have called no idea. Untitled Goose or just we don't know. <laughs> Untitled Goose Game. And, and that's like, it's like the indie darling of the world right now everybody's like jumping on board with it and it's getting streamed everywhere and you know even like grand pooh bear streaming it and it was just it was a lot of fun to like follow the uh i guess the the creation of this game although we didn't get a ton of news and then all of a sudden it's out and the uh, verdict is video games have made me a god a superhero a savior of planets but rarely have I felt more powerful than an untitled goose game. Being given control of this feathered menace and armed with a checklist of hilarious, dickish tasks to complete wow. is some of the most fun I had with the game all year. My really only complaint is its fairly short runtime. I would have gladly spent hours longer goosing around, but even still, the charming design of its world and the clever challenges within had me laughing, smiling, and eagerly honking the whole way through. Edo. Yes. And it just <laughs> oh goes to show you that you wow. don't need to be this giant triple A yeah. game to be really successful. I just want to point that out. Gameplay wow. matters yeah. the most. I agree. Link's Awakening Impressions. Uh, we had the review last week. It was a 9.4 per Igen. Same day as the Nintendo Switch Lite came out, September 20th. Day, day in infamy. And I want to say, I said last week, because you said impressions, not review. Impressions mean we have it and we've played it. Uh, and last week I said, this game is a Black Friday get for me. I'll mm-hmm. wait until then. I want to finish Gears. I want to finish Borderlands. And I want to take. I want to finish... Uh, Pokemon and Luigi's Mansion 3. And then I had off Monday. Yep. And what else did you do? So I said, what do I want to do today? I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my daughter to the mall and I want to get some exercise. I haven't really been playing soccer lately. I've played one time since we moved in and it was with you um, two weeks ago. So maybe even more, maybe three weeks ago now. So like we, I haven't done shit for my body in a healthy way. So let me go to the mall. We'll walk the whole mall. And I was going to go to Mills, Philadelphia yeah. Mills, right around the corner. It's a big mall. You can go end to end and feel kind of good, yeah. walk back, and then you kind of probably got a sweat going. And I said, yeah, but because I'm a fat shit who's going to go exercise, I want good food afterwards for lunch. So I'm going to go to the Chamonix because they have a better food court. They have a Chick-fil-A. So I said, okay, let me go to the Chamonix. Short mall, though. I can walk to Chamonix 15 times. But you did see the new food, the food stores in Franklin Mills. I did not. Popeye's. Really? They got a Popeyes. In the mall. They have a Popeyes. Well, that's exciting. Um, I, I was waiting. I, was, did he, I thought you were going to yeah, say I, that. Well, there's like, one okay. on Street and Nights yeah. that I can still go to. But that's exciting yeah. that they have one in the mall. I didn't know Orange that. Yeah. Silly guy. Um, so, I'm like, let's go to Neshaminy. Well, what's at Neshaminy that we could go into, save some time or whatever? And I said, you know, GameStop's in there. But I, I kind of swear them off, as you've heard yeah. by listening to this podcast for the last three years. I fucking hate them. You're on record many podcasts. Yeah, I fucking hate them. And I'm also on record as saying I don't trade games in. Yes, I've heard you say that many times. So I went online to check out uh, if they had any Link's Awakenings in stock because I do have a gift card. 
And I said, you know what? I could just get it for free. Uh, this is a Visa gift card, not a GameStop gift card. So I said, all right, I got this Visa gift card. I can get this shit for free. I got about 100 bucks on there. Let me get this for free. Boom, boom, boom. I'm all set. But then I go on the GameStop website and I see promotion. If you're purchasing Link's Awakening, you get an extra 20% on your trade-ins. Which is, they probably just mark down the trade-ins and give you the 20% to give you what they normally get you. But I said, you know what? I have Xbox Game Pass right now. I don't need any of these Xbox games anymore. I can get them all for free with Game Pass. Let me take all of my Xbox games that are available in Game Pass, get rid of them, see what I can get. When I open up my Xbox thing, there's 22 Switch games staring me in the face, eight of which I still play. So I said, let me take my worst Switch games and let me get rid of them. I ended up getting rid of Splatoon 2. Damn, I'm surprised. One, I don't play it. Yeah. One, two, Switch. Yeah, there you go. Hyrule Warriors uh, Zelda Edition. I'm sorry, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. It is Zelda Edition, duh. And I was going to trade in Crash Bandicoot. I'm glad you kept Insane it. Trilogy, but I kept it last second. Glad you As know. I was walking out the door, I said, I'm going to regret this one. Glad Let me good. get it back. The right I was expecting 25 30 bucks. I got that for Splatoon. And I'm like, uh... I was expecting, like like I said, 25 She said, "You that's $93. And I was like, what? Wow. I got one cent for Gears. I got $1.50 for Gears, Gears 4. Gears on the Xbox One. Okay, usually they don't take shit if it's one penny. I'm surprised they took it. Yeah, I, huh. I, it was crazy. I have the receipt. It was like, or maybe it was 49 cents or something. But yeah. it was like, and I didn't know this until I got my receipt or I just would have kept it um, just to have. And I said, whoa, I have that much on here? I said, what's going on? She's like, we need Switch games. We're giving a ton of money for Switch games. I got 22 bucks for 1-2 Switch. The wow. worst fucking game on the Switch that I got, you know, before wow. I even had a Switch. Um, so I was like, all right, well, that explains that. Yeah. And then getting the additional 20% on top of that got me to that where helps, I needed yeah. to be. So I was like, sweet, I'll take Link's Awakening, please. Oh, and by the way, the additional $33... Put that towards Luigi's Mansion 3, please. So now only do I not have half my game paid off for Luigi's Mansion 3. I still have the gift card. So nice. it's free there, which will still give me 70 bucks after the 30 bucks. Guess what's $60? November 15th? Pokemon. Pokemon. Nice. Boom. Now nice. I am set and do not have to pay a cent for any game I want for the rest of the year. That's a good Outside feeling. of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which I've pre-ordered for the PlayStation 4 on Amazon. But... I digress. Uh, that that is uh that is my story of how Link's Awakening came to be in my possession. And let me tell you, Sam, I would not call myself crazy by saying it is pretty easily my game of the year so far. Wow, it's pretty easily huge words. Now, 2019 and I haven't been kind to each other for video games. Plus, this hasn't been a great Have I year. Played three new games. <laughs> this really hasn't been a great year for gaming uh, so far, in oh. my estimation. Really, we don't have the big PlayStation Fork uh, exclusive that's that's hit so far that's spoken to me. Death Stranding doesn't, so that game's automatically out. I'm only halfway uh-huh. through Gears 5, and I haven't started Borderlands yet. So Gears 5, and Crackdown 3 was my default winner because I fucking loved it, and it's like... Wow. It's what was out, but yeah. it's you know, and I didn't play Resident Evil two uh, after I was halfway through the fucking campaign. So like these games, I'm kind of like, uh oh, where am I at? Um, and, and I fell into this Link's Awakening trap, which I never played the 1993 Game Boy version. Um, didn't play DX when it came out in color, and I said to myself, like, I'm not a big 2D Zelda person. 
like the original NES one, I have only beaten it once and I cheated because I just watched somebody on YouTube beat it and I just followed yeah. their movements just to say I beat the game. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I haven't really beaten the Link to the Past. I've never played Link's Awakening. I loved Breath of the Wild. I love Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. So let me dive back into the 2Ds and let me beat this thing without any hints, any help whatsoever. I can happily say as I'm at the... Uh, beginning of the third dungeon, which you literally yep. saw uh, before this pod, that is not only the prettiest game, potentially on the Switch. It is so gorgeous. Um, I love that little art style. It's so cute. But the gameplay is so fun. It's challenging enough and just frustrating enough for you to continue to want to play it. And it's got so many secrets and mysteries and off-the-wall shit because there's Goombas and Chain Chumps and Kirby and like all these things that normally aren't in, in Zelda games. And I love it. It's special. It's a special yeah. game. And I, it's when I'm not playing it, I want to be. Yeah, I mean, if I didn't know that you had the game when you, you sent me the picture, obviously I knew the story. But walking to you playing it, I was like, oh shit, that's pretty big. Because I haven't really, when I've been coming, you haven't been gaming like you used nah, to. Nah, I don't really game as much. And dude, I stayed up on Monday night, the night I got the game. Because it's Wednesday. So yeah, Monday night, I've had a game for three days now. Monday night, I stayed up until like one, just fucking around in the world. Wow. And I was I, on my third dream. Uh, I was on my fifth. I I was literally staring at the screen, oh, just dead to the world. But I just had so much fun. Oh, that's good to hear, though. It's fun. It's whimsical. It's magical. It's it's a special video game that I recommend everybody that has a Switch or anybody that just at one point in time wanted to jump into the world of Zelda. Uh, again, I've only beaten the first one by literally watching a YouTube video and doing what they did. This time, turning off the cheats, turning off the social media, turning off the YouTube walkthroughs, and just playing it. And damn it all, do I fucking love it. Good to hear. He's back, baby. Was I ever gone? I don't know. Eh, Maybe you just hit pause for a little bit. PlayStation State of Play presentation. Yeah, we got... uh, We got the PlayStation State of Play on Tuesday. I watched it live. Good for you. That's special. Watched it on the comic book Fiend Club live chat. I uh, I, I couldn't catch it live. Had to catch it on demand. And at the same time, was like, cool. We know nothing for PlayStation 5 is going to be announced. We know that there's no more PlayStation 4 exclusives. So we're probably just going to get some fun updates on some current games. Probably some new VR shit. And literally, that's exactly what we got. It was 100%. Fi- it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. I mean, it gave us the first story trailer for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. It definitely gave us a Last of Us 2 trailer and a release date. But here's a recap of, of what happened uh, for the Nintendo Direct-style Sony PlayStation State of Play. We got... Like we said, the release date for The Last of Us Part 2. It's coming out February 21st, 2020. So those early 2020 rumors are 100% true. Uh, And we even saw Joel in the trailer. Which everyone, that's all I saw on Twitter. Yeah. Everyone freaking freaking out. out. Like that was, when I texted you, I said, I mean, I might have said it sucked or it was just okay. But I said, I think you'll be happy with Last of Us 2. And uh, Me not playing the first game, so I don't right. I don't know what you guys know. Yeah, and I think Joel is 100% not with us in this world, but that's okay. Uh, the PlayStation 1 remake of Medieval coming to PS4 got a trailer, but also a demo. So you can actually go play this right now. The full game will be out next month, so go check out the demo. We got a limited edition Death Stranding PS4 Pro coming November 8th. It had It's a white console with black kind of painted hand prints and had a pretty cool cool controller i wish there were two babies in the handles of the controllers um but you know what 
is there's nothing that that game's going to do to get me into it. So even a no, even a special even if console you said here, it's free. No, thank you. I wouldn't play it. I just never would. You give it to me for free. I'm still out. Uh, Enhanced Games and THA Limited are making an intriguing looking game called Humanity coming 2020. Uh, Watam, the next game from the Katamari Damacy creator Kaita Takahashi, will be released this December. Arise, a simple story, which is more of like a cartoon type game, is coming soon to PlayStation 4. LA Noir, the VR case files, is available right now for PlayStation VR, which was really exciting because I loved LA Noir and I loved this whole VR kind of thing they got going on, how they brought that world into VR. I still don't own a PlayStation VR. I wish I did, uh, PSVR, but, um, you know, it's nice that they're still supporting it. They also showed a sizzle reel for PSVR showing Aspire, Stardust Odyssey, After the Fall, Space Channel 5, and kind of funky news flash. We got Civil- uh, Civilization 6. That was an announcement coming to PS4 on November 22nd. And then we got our PlayStation Plus lineup for October. They revealed the, the free games for October. And goddamn, this is probably the greatest list of free games in a in the history of Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, whatever. These are some bangers. You can get MLB The Show 19 with Bryce Harper on the cover in anticipation of the 2019 playoffs happening next week. And also, no, we're not in. The Last of Us Remastered. You oh, can play the wow. first cool. game for free. You don't have PlayStation Plus anymore. I haven't had it. Wow. I was going to bar yours when the time comes. But I have this other PS4 game, The Beach First. Oh, yeah, because I do have the hard copy of The Last of Us Remastered. And if you liked liked, um, Uncharted... Which I did. did. It's Naughty Dog, so it's the same company that made Uncharted. Um, This is a game you're going to want to play before Last of Us Part 2, obviously, to pick up on the story. But just, it's a great game. So definitely one you would want to play anyway. I'm actually probably going to try to get through it again Sometime around January, when there's a little lull, yeah. uh, probably hopefully before January, anticipation of February 21st, 2020, uh, pre-orders are live now for Last of Us Part Two, if you'd like. And we also got a story trailer for Call of Duty Modern Warfare, but there's the caveat of PlayStation owners are getting uh, a specific story mission or DLC pack or mode, game mode, I think, for an entire year before it goes to PC and Xbox One. So that little exclusivity window that Xbox used to have, PlayStation continues that and will probably continue that into PS5. But just a meh PlayStation yeah. presentation. It wasn't even yeah, enough for not... us to do a top three. We'd normally do that. Yeah, that was the thing. That would have been the first thing I said to you. I was like, I don't think we even need, should do a top three. Yeah, when you're on, yeah, when yeah. you're at the end of the life cycle of this console, there's really and not a lot what to I would go expect on. Yeah. If they do a PSX in December and they announce PS5, we'll be all over that and we'll do the top three for that. Xbox even came out and did an Inside Xbox episode two hours later after the state of play. And that was arguably even worse. So really nothing to talk yeah. about there. You know, the... WB Games Montreal tease new Batman Arkham game. Which is would easily be in our list of top <sighs> games of the year. Oh, my God. That's a day one buy. 100%. The day one play. I, I, even though I, I, I was 100% doubting seeing it, I was fucking secretly hoping. Now, we get it from WB Games Montreal. WB Games is who made, and I believe the even Montreal one? Studio, no, made the third one, Arkham Origins. Origins. Arkham Asylum and Arkham City were made by Rocksteady, Rocksteady and so was Arkham Knight. We've anticipated for years that Rocksteady was in the ones making a yeah. new Arkham game, not Montreal, which leaves us still, is Rocksteady doing a Superman game? The long rumored yeah, Superman wow. game that they still have not announced. This gives a little bit more credence to that now because we know it's WB Games Montreal doing this new Arkham game. Origins is split. 
the audience is split. The, the, the public is split. Most people, you know, either you, you love it or you absolutely hate it. Most people aren't met on it. Um, but now we're getting a new game and they even teased kind of the, uh, organization that could be a part of the game. What is the court of owls? It's, I would, it's a society of secret organized crime. I would say it's, Mm -hmm. um, based created by Scott. So it's the Gotham cartel. Yeah. Basically secret that no one knows about. I was created by Scott Snyder and Greg Greg Capullo, but it it took all these years to actually find out. And of course who finds out it's, it's Batman because that's what he does. He's a detective. And And basically they just control the underworkings of Gotham Mm -hmm. and they're just bad as shit. And basically they've taken little children or kids from circuses from like perform or something like a Dick Grayson or something. And they basically train them to become assassins. And that's where you feed Batman fight Talon and all other assassins from um, the court of owls. But I, honestly, like they're probably the, the newest villain the villains that I think are like one of the best kind of people could say that Batman who laughs. A lot of people are loving him. Like, yeah, he's cool, but I still think I'd like the court of owls just a little bit better. And I think with, since it's an organization and there's layers to organizations, yeah. it gives you levels for the game. Like it's not just yeah, one villain. And exactly. Like, the whole game could be Batman Arkham owls yeah. and you could have a whole damn. And, um, and you, you know, know that there's going to be more villains than just the court of owls. You know, his rogues are going to be my early prediction is Batman Arkham underground. That's my early prediction That'd be cool. for I'd the be name of the game. If it's an underground organized right. crime I like unit, it. I like it. That's where my yeah. my uh, prediction is. You heard it here on episode one fifty three. Don't don't remember it <laughs> of the show, but damn it all, I am so ready for a new Arkham game. They're just all so damn good. I even liked uh, Arkham Knight, even though it's not perfect. Now the way you word this is Batman making an appearance in quote my favorite game. From now until October 6th? Yeah, Sam, it's like your favorite game ever. Batman's a playable character right now for free in Fortnite. That's who I thought. I was like, I think it's Fortnite. I didn't want to jump and say to, it. To celebrate Batman God Day, they did a Batman-Fortnite crossover. You can play as the Cape Crusader in uh, in Fortnite until October 6th. So I know now that you're going to go home. Our friends in Heavy Things, shout out to you guys who stream and play Fortnite all the time. Now, Sam, you can go and play some Fortnite tonight and play as your favorite masked man. Wait up for me, guys. I'll see you there. Mario Kart Tour is out, baby. They dropped it kind of out of nowhere. There was the betas. There was the closed beta. There was the uh, release, the limited release. And now it's just, boom, they dropped it. It's available now. I think it even came out today. Worldwide, Apple, Android. So it's the Mario Kart uh, mobile game. And I'll tell you, for a free game, it's never been so expensive. Uh, I downloaded it. Um, played the shit out of it for about an hour. Um, am undefeated in my online races, which is weird. Um, and and You're and playing against kids. How do you know? <laughs> how else are you gonna win all of them? And oh, I and I just uh, I just don't love it. That's a mobile game. I'm probably, but it's Mario Kart. It's Mario Kart, but you it got looks this, and but feels. You got the new Switch game. Like it looks and feels. What do you mean the new Switch game? The well, Mario the Kart remastered 8 one. DX that or Deluxe that came out in 2013 but that was, they released in 2017. But it was still in August and so PD, it's, it's two and a half years <laughs> old. That's really that's really new. Mario Kart Tour is more Mario Kart. It's 
two laps instead of three. It's you get a racer for free at the beginning with a cart and a glider. I don't know if it's random or if it's like scripted, but I got towed. Oh, um, like, I was gonna say as long as I get towed, I got towed. I'm six and zero, five and zero, whatever. And my race is online. Um, I've yet to lose. I, I truly don't know if I'm good or everyone else sucks. I'm. It's up for determination. You can play. It auto drives. You can play. Uh, in beginner mode, where when you swipe left and right to turn, it just turns, or you can go advanced, and when you swipe left and right, you drift, and that's really it's a lot harder. Yeah, you, you got to get the feel. It's a, yeah. the drifting's easy because if you remember, I think that's kind of what I heard back, like the right. reviews. Like it just takes you a second to get used it's to the controls. Really, so once you really, do it, the it's controls fun. are just a thumb on a screen, so it's like you can do it really easily. It's just like you're going straight, but you because it goes auto straight, and you're just so used to having a controller and doing something, you're like, do I do I just let it? go do i not touch the screen what do i do yeah so you accidentally like tap left or tap right and you start to drift and you're like oh fuck i'm drifting on straight road that's not a good thing so it's like kind of jarring um but it's it's more mario kart the shitty part is dude all these fucking tracks are in other games like 90 not 90 of the tracks i think nothing's no all of them Maybe New York, the first track, isn't, but I think every other track's been in other games before. So I'm like, great, I'm playing at the 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 dinosaur prehistoric one from GameCube. I'm playing at uh, the Super Nintendo one. I'm Could playing. be some callbacks. You know? uh, there's all callbacks. I'm just tired of playing these tracks. That's why I want Mario Kart 9 to give me some new tracks. Um, but then you can go buy Mario as a playable character for 20 dollars give me a break that's like a macro transaction damn that's <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of damn money to spend it ain't no 99 cents and uh, yeah. right exactly and i'm just like never so yeah. i will play this game once in a blue moon until my character is no longer good enough to compete with the people that invested money into this game you guys enjoy yourselves if you want to play mario kart on your phone i'll play it on a different portable device my nintendo switch right, my, if i play it my phone's dead in 10 minutes Borderlands 3 is 2K's fastest selling game ever. Over 5 million copies wow. in its first five days. I, I just, I just, That's a million I a day. I missed the Borderlands train. I just Sam, missed can it. you count to a million in one day? I can't. I lose train of thought. I would like to think I could do it. I wouldn't. <laughs> nope. I'd eventually lose my track and have to start over at one, and then I'd just kind of give up. A million copies a day. Hey, that's... It's crazy. Yeah, that's it's madness. I can't wait. I mean, to I know the game, game is madness, so I guess I cannot it makes wait. Sense. I I was like, all right, I'll finish Gears Five and I'll go to Borderlands Three. But now I got Link's Awakening, so now I'm like, all right, I'll finish Gears. I'll finish Link's Awakening, then I'll go back to Gears Five. The pile keeps then on I'll growing. I'll play Borderlands Three, but all these games I have to get done yeah. before the end of the year, so I can give my. Oh, you need Pokemon. My end of year plus I, when November fifteenth happens, like that's don't it. don't at me, Everything. don't talk to me, don't text me, don't call me unless you want spoilers. That's it for me. Yeah. That's it. You all know it's probably going to be my game of the year, but I'm going to be fair. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee were not even on my list last year, and they were Gen 1 remakes yeah, on Switch. Yeah. So, like, it's gonna. It, I'm not just going to throw them it out could there. Suck. I'm not going to throw it out there. But awesome to see Borderlands selling so fast. There's a lot of controversy around the game, a lot of controversy around Gearbox. I just want to play the game. I don't need the back-end bullshit from Randy Pitchford and all that stuff that he's uh, unfortunately, you know, kind of dealing with. Um, not unfortunately for him, unfortunately for the people he may or may not have wrong did wrong to. But it's great to see that this game and the hard and the people that work so hard on it are reaping the rewards. Five million in five days is awesome. Whew. That was a lot. You did good. You did good, my that was friend. A lot. We only got two more stories, then we're gonna do our picks of the week and get out of here. Uh, Blink One Eighty Two came out with their ninth record, and it's called Eight. 
What? No, it's called. <laughs> it's called Nine. Blink One Eighty Two dropped their ninth LP, and I will say, and, and I'm going to do a quick short review on it. Uh, let me just get my words that I wrote up. Yeah, I haven't listened to Blink in fucking forever. Blink One Eighty Two's Nine is. 15 songs came out September 20th, same day as Link's Awakening. It's 41 minutes and 47 seconds total. I think it starts off pretty good and kind of dies towards the end. But uh, I will I will read what I wrote on the We Podcast We Know Things Facebook page, word for word, of my initial impressions. Um, actually, I mean, I listened to it like 10 times already. So at this point, it's a, it's a full-blown review. And my initial impressions still hold pretty much word for word for what I was going to go with. And my thoughts on the record are as follows. Nine, the newest record from Blink-182 is out now. Listened to it a few times through already, and it's a solid pop-punk record. However, the album would be fantastic if Tom DeLonge never existed. It's still... <laughs> somebody said, like, what the fuck? I'm like, you gotta read that oh, in context. I, I, I knew how you You meant. know what I meant by that. Yeah. If Blink-182 was always Skiba, well, then it would be a yeah, good record. Yeah. But because Tom existed, it's still tough to get past him leaving the band. No disrespect to Skiba, but this version of Blink is just another pop-punk band in an oversaturated market. Overall, a fun pop-punk 15-song record that would be even better with Tom. 7 out of 10. I didn't score it. I didn't score it. But if I did, Maybe a six. I'd be at about a 5. Okay. Yeah, I'd be at about hey, a hey, 5. It's, it's a different Blink. It's, it's not it's not Blink-182. It's... Or like after like my initial after my initial weekend with it, um, I haven't gone back to it. So it's man, not a record man, that like Tom, sticks out for me, but a record that I'm super psyched for. In only two days, the early November drops their new record, yep. Lilac. On a scale of one to ten, how forward are you looking to this? I'm, record? I'm hypish. It's I mean, as soon as it's it's out, all the songs will be immediately downloaded because it's already bought. Good for you. And it's it's, it's early. No matter what they release no matter what ace release no matter what surge releases i'm buying it they had they have my support right and it's always quality right like not always. every early november record's the best there are definitely ones that stand out to me over others but what i've heard from lilac before they're two for three yeah i agree two for I'm, three. I, I would agree with that um you know hit by a car euphoria and ave maria are yeah. really yeah. good songs ave maria kind of stands no, out to me as, as the best easy number one um, i dissolve is solid i wouldn't say it's my favorite offering yeah. But it's a solid song. Nothing really I hate about it. But damn it all, man. Ave Maria is so good. And if that's the way this record's going to trend, two out of every three songs, it's going to be in. a banger yeah, of a record. I'm in. 100%. Sam, let's give our picks of the week and we'll get out of here. I, I finally saw the Batman Hush, the animated movie that was released. Yeah, man. And it's... it's okay. It's his pick of the week, but it was no, just no, okay. <clears throat> of course, there's reasoning behind it. Obviously, I would still say the comic is way better because... Mm-hmm. They changed the story. Mm-hmm. They basically changed the whole, like, you basically get a different take on this, which obviously people are butthurt and people are like, are okay, like, I fall in the case like, huh, I see what you did there. It's different, but I like the comic version. They basically tweaked the villain. So if you're going and expecting. How, how tweaked? Oh, they tweaked it. They okay. fucking flipped it. So. If you're going and expecting the comic, you're going to be disappointed. Again, you know, the animation was was okay. You had Jason O'Mara. He was back as Batman. Jerry O'Connell was back as Superman. Rain Wilson was Lex Luthor. Again, I, I, I said, no, they're like, great. I just don't think he should be at Lex Luthor. But you still get to see Batman's rogue gallery, which you get in the comic. Like Catwoman, Poison Ivy, um, Joker, Harley, 
you know, and you get Superman, Nightwings in it. It, it, it's, it was action-packed. Rotten Tomatoes, I think, has as an 87%. It's like an like, hour and 10-minute movie, so you can get it out pretty quick. Again, DC animated movies, they usually hit the mark. This is one that, again, I have every one they ever freaking came out with, every DC animated movie. I would say it kind of falls into the middle for me. You know, not you know, it's not the best. It's definitely not the worst. But I definitely suggest Batman Hush. I stayed away from the music this week. I went gaming uh, because when I put Link's Awakening into my Switch, it was the first time in a little bit I've played my Switch, maybe about a month. So I said to myself, "Shit, man, I'm gonna get system updates. The Super Nintendo games are gonna download all that stuff. That app. So I gotta like do some stuff included, and that was the Celeste DLC that I wanted to get. So I restarted that game to just get the DC or the DLC downloaded. But what I knew." I had to jump on and play was Banjo in Smash. Uh, about time. So I picked my Smash up. I have all three of the DLC fighters, four if you count Piranha Plant, that are available now. They all downloaded that. Be Hero, Joker, and Banjo. And was like, you know what? Got to give my boy Banjo a shot. Said I'll play one quick one, five-minute time game, be on my way. Well, Four or five matches later, yeah. I'm still playing as Banjo over and over and over again. Spiral Mountain, a fun, uh, a fun course, a fun, um, I guess, world map level, whatever stage. And uh, man, I, I really enjoy Banjo's look. They nailed the look. They nailed the sound quality. I love the 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 move set. There's one move if you hold B, he takes Kazooie out and turns him into a rifle and starts shooting eggs out of his mouth or something, pellets, whatever. And you hit B again, and it puts him back, and you can fight again. So it's almost like stances. It's pretty yeah. cool. Um, the side smashes are kind of what to be expected, but the final smash is a lot of fun. I liked it a lot. Uh, and it, it kind of reminded me of what Smash is to me at this time. It is a game I go back to the well once every two months. I play for a half hour, and I'm good to go. If I had friends, I'd play it more. And so we matter time until I get my Switch, and we can play it. Okay. He's been saying that since <laughs> March 4th, 2000. He's been saying that since March 3rd, 2017 when it came out, because he put out a Snapchat of him at 7 a.m. at a Walmart, or was that Damien? No, it's you. And he said, they're here. Switches are here. I said, yo, grab all, your boy all, one. Yo, and he said, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I didn't have Couldn't that. spend 300 bucks on his, for his so, boy. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Would have been reimbursed. Would have been reimbursed. You have credit cards. Oh, I don't carry that credit card. Credit card. You got it. Uh, anyway, that's our picks of the week for episode 153. We'll be back next week with episode 154. I won't be buying a Switch. Goodbye.